Hi there, and welcome to an all-new edition of Cocktails with Heather. I am Mike. That's Joe. And this is Heather. Still Heather. Still. Cocktails in. Mm. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. Was that your sexy voice? Because that was awful. <laughs> Cocktails in. You would make a terrible Cocktails sex operator. Terrible sex operator. <laughs> yeah, I'm licking your balls. No, I could do like the radio disc jockey voice. I don't have a radio disc jockey voice. In. I just have this That's really annoying. not a radio disc jockey voice. Annoying. Well, late night, late night. Uh, you, know, you mean NPR? You you love the this late Shorty night. Balls. Uh, I'll Shorty be balls sure. voice. You just talking about fucking <laughs> yeah, sweaty balls. Oh. Hi and welcome to Cocktails with Heather. I'm Mike. That's Joe. This is Heather, and we're going to be talking about date nights and balancing work with family. All right, right here on 105.5 The Zone. What? 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 God damn it, dude! If we ever get we should to, we should like, do that. Okay, you know what? Fuck that. I'm bringing man. the air horn. We'll just wake what? everybody up. For like, right in the middle of, like, of Joe talking, like, when it's, like, been going on for a while, I think people are asleep. I'll just hit the air horn in the microphone. Just, It'll be awesome. It'll be oh, badassery. Man. Dude, Nick Kroll plays this uh, disc jockey character on Parks and Rec, and it's, like, something in the butt. I can't remember what the name of the radio what, show is. What in the butt? But it, they're <laughs> fucking so over-the-top hilarious. Of of their of their show that the crazy it, DJ shenanigans yeah but it's so but you can tell they're they're you know the, the show's doing it on purpose to make fun of that shit but it's it's so goddamn funny because they're way over the top it's great it's absolutely great yeah Winnie in the butt it, I think it could be Winnie in the butt yeah I think it's Winnie in the butt fwah, fwah, fwah. Stewie hey good. everybody it's Weenie, Weenie in, in the, the butt, butt here live at the Quahog Air Show we're all ready for the Weenie sound alike contest I don't know but I don't think they can say my catchphrase because they no funny. <laughs> oh, there it is. And if you think you can say that just like Weenie here, you could win $97.1 for the cool weekend ahead. Weenie have a butt. Weenie have a butt. Cool weekends in the morning. 97.1 FM. Cool weekends in the morning with Weenie in the butt. WQHG 97.1. 97.1. 97.1. Weenie, Weenie have a butt. In the morning, cool weekends. <laughs> And welcome back. Cool weekends in the morning. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Winnie, this is the butt. <laughs> so this Winnie in the butt. Only time this is okay is when you're actually making fun of it. Otherwise, it's just absolutely horrendous. Traffic and weather together on the five. Sports on the tads. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no, thank you. Handsome. This Dan. is what. This is why I listen to my playlist and not any of that local radio. Yeah, uh, I I wanted to do like a a, a disc jockey thing with <laughs> Joe, and we were coming up with the the names. Yeah, uh, what was it? I dude, I can't remember. I I, I know that we wanted sounds, to do the food thing though. The fu- the food thing was funny. Sounds yeah. terrible. Oh yeah, we were also gonna do the food thing, but we couldn't use the names because one of the guys he is the name of one of the guys that he knows. I knew a guy. I worked with a guy that had sleep apnea while he was awake. Like he was. Oh, <laughs> was it like narcolepsy? But while he, he just was so fat that he had um, fat in his neck, and so he was just neck fat. And his tongue that, was. Did he have the George Lucas bullfrog neck? Yeah, worse than me. So uh, he just they had like the um, yeah, he just had the the, you know, he, he the like, permanent the permanent like his tongue was swollen too. Uh, one time, my buddy Nacho, he said that uh, my buddy Nacho, he, yeah, his name's Ignacio. Everyone calls him Nacho, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he was coming back from lunch from boning his girlfriend, mm-hmm. and 
<laughs> and but she said no. The dude, the, the, the dude was sleeping in his car, no and he walked by, and the dude just, <laughs> and he kept like waking himself up from like out of fear because he was choking, you know. Oh God! And he walked over. He goes, "Dude, are you okay?" He goes, "Yeah, I'm fine. Why? What's up?" Kind of got he lift up his lifts, yeah. turns his neck and you find a yeah, burrito. Yeah, this dude, this guy was a, at the time was the parts manager at where I worked, uh, my old job. And um, when the roach coach would come in, he would order three different fried things, deep fried things. I'll off have there. all the things. So he would have the like Give it to me deep fried tater tots, deep fried burrito. Yes. No, you never and, order those things off the roach coach. Only prepackaged goods and something else that was deep fried. Sodas and, and bags of chips. And dude, yeah, I mean, he would stop in the middle of a sentence to take another breath. That That's how bad his yes. breathing was. I don't know how the fuck he's still alive. I, I really don't. Maybe he's not. Well, he was alive a couple of years ago, and, and uh, you know, he's. I guess he's making money, but, you know, I, I just, hopefully, I look, I, I don't wish Maybe bad he's things. he's making fat guy porn. He, I, he wasn't a bad guy, so, I mean, I hope he made a turnaround, but, I mean, the dude, my nickname for him was Darth Vader, because he fucking sounded like him, man. Maybe he's making fat guy porn. <laughs> Have you thought about that? Making ducats. Oh, he's not gonna—he's not gonna live long enough to fucking enjoy the. Uh, there's the got to be somebody with a fetish about that. Oh yeah, there's got to be. Ugh. Somewhere, they've got oh. everything else. Oh. Oh. oh, get under my flaps. Oh, take a nap. Take a nap. <laughs> I'm, I'll be your blanket. <laughs> Is that lubrication or just on my sweat? Mm. Oh, prepare for the splash. Huh. I have a note in my phone that says, when being mediocre is no longer enough, you need to step up to being inept. <laughs> I don't yes. know where I got that. Okay, well, that's that's good. All right, so what's the topic for today? I already said it was. But it was when he was being a crazy, wacky DJ. Guy. Oh, yeah, see, so it threw Crazy, me off. wacky DJ. Yeah, it was... Uh, crazy, uh, whack, funky? Date nights and uh, oh. balancing work and family, which I found interesting that this came that this came up, and I think this comes from... Well, I know it was something that, that Mike wrote, but I've had people ask me this before, even when my boss has said one time, um, how do you do it? And I said, what do you mean? They're like, oh, how do you balance your kids and work and everything else? And and my answer was, I, I don't. I'm, ter- I'm fucking terrible at it. Like, I don't. <laughs> what do you what do you think? Like, I think, and it's just one of those, kind of like how we talked about in the past, when you look, look in on other people's lives and you see that they're making their lives work or look, they've got the perfect little family or something. And really, like, underneath, it's, like, the guys wearing, like, women's panties and, you know, the chick... Like I don't Secret know, watches life. scat videos. Um, yeah, they have the, the fake children. The children hate them. Scat videos. Children hate them, and they have you the know. facade in front of everybody, but then behind closed doors, it's all a mess. Yeah, it's like the Monet, and I think that's what it is. Like I, I don't know. Like I don't know. People think I keep it together, but it's like in my in my personal opinion, I don't feel like I do. I feel like she keeps it together. She doesn't feel like she does. So I just think it's one of those things. Like everybody wonders how you keep all those little pieces rolling and it, it, it pretty much is I tell people all the time but people go so how's it going and I usually just say fine but every once in a while I've got a couple friends that I'll I'll go oh well let me tell you a little bit about what's gone on the last three days and I'm and I vomit all the information on them and they're like <laughs> what the fuck and I was like this is why I drink and uh, my friend uh, Vanessa who does not drink um, probably a couple years ago I started saying that to her and normally she'd be like yeah and then she started responding she'd be like oh no I understand why you drink yeah. it's okay I get it yeah, she pats you on the shoulder. Yeah, she's like, I am so sorry. She yeah. she didn't have any kids. She's not married. She has dogs, but you know that's still. She's like, oh no, I I get it. I've got 100%. teenagers, so I, I know. 
I feel you. It's um, it's it's not it's not an easy thing for me to grasp all those little pieces and try and keep them rolling. I stuff you forget. I have everything on a calendar. I write lists galore. I try to keep everything balanced. But ultimately, I mean, and this is kind of where I go into that <clears throat> liberal women hate me um thing of where I don't know what weird hairy pitted tree hugging woman decided at some point that we needed to be able to all hold jobs and do everything because this shit fucking sucks. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they were looking ahead <laughs> at what they needed to do. Cause this is, this is fucking awful. And I like my job and I like, I'm a very independent person and I've liked the fact that I've been able to support myself when I've needed to, but Holy shit balls. This is not cool. I need a wife. Fuck this other thing. Like I I am I am doing this. I'm in it to win it. I'm the one that do needs need a wife. You need an ugly uh overweight Puerto Rican maid? Yes. Yes. Yes, I do. I mean, and that didn't oh. stop Arnold Schwarzenegger either, but <laughs> I still need one of those. Like I need someone to prep the dinner. I need someone to keep the house deep cleaned. I can do the general pickup. I need, you know, someone to run the kids back and forth. Mm-hmm. I need someone to do all of that. I learned to 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 make it by because I'm a single parent and I don't have any. I don't really have any help. Um, I learned to just get by with the bare minimum to the medium of things. So I don't go to school. He's not going up to inept. I don't go to school and that's why we're suffering with the podcast. I don't do exactly that. It's exactly it because I have to balance so much shit that, and I've got no goddamn help that. my perspective on things is I just to to make it all work one way or another, I have to just put in enough effort into this, enough effort into that. So with my kids' schooling, um, I just make sure they go to school. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's, I don't, you know what? And that's good. I don't do the PTA shit. I don't, you know, my, and my kids, I don't get involved with their schooling unless they're getting really bad grades. So my thing with them is, because I don't, I'm not even big on the school pro- teaching process anyway, because it's yeah. all bullshit uh, for the most part. I say, look, you average a C, C average, and then everything's fine. You know, oddly enough, my mother, my biological mother drilled that into me. She said um, that she got C's, and she never said why people were upset about because C is average. C is average, B is above average, and A is excellent. Yeah. And I always got A's because that's, I don't know, that's who we who we are. I guess I slept through a lot of it and got A's, but mm-hmm. I have always kept that, that C is average. So as long mm-hmm. as you're getting C's or above, like I'm as a parent, like for my kids, I'm I'm cool. Like yeah. I'm cool with that. That's fine. Yeah. Like I, as long as I know you're trying and you get a yeah. C, you know what, you're average and yeah, that's okay. The most important thing for me is to make sure that my kids have a roof over their heads, they have food in their stomach, they have clothes on their asses. And that I'm there every day to tell them that I love them. Yep. That's it. I, you know, so, um, you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't helicopter parent, you know, when they go out with their friends, I give them their space. I don't, I don't fuck with them. Um, they just know when they're supposed to contact me again. And usually they do on time or close enough to it. And see, and I'm a mom and I think people expect more out of that. But I'm also bad with the school involvement and stuff like that. Like I drag my kid to the damn Cub Scout meetings and I go to the school conferences uh-huh. and all that shit I'm supposed to. But I, I, I think it was like yesterday I ignored, I deleted an email about staff teacher appreciation lunches yeah. or something like that that they have monthly just bloop, yeah, once delete. The, yeah, once my like kids were, yeah, once they were out of elementary school, I didn't do that back to school night and no, open house shit. No, I don't think shit. they hold them or anything after that. Oh, they still do. Oh. My, yeah. Oh, that's right. I didn't go to my kids. My kids do. Bad um, mom. They, their school is um is like the one that we live across the street from. It does kindergarten through eighth grade. 
Yeah, that's my kids. So Kate. yeah, so one I have one son who's in the eighth grade, and my other son's in the ninth grade, and he goes to a special school um, where all the you know the, the bad kids go. Yes. But he's doing really fine. He's doing great there. He's getting good grades and shit, and um, the you know the future's so bright. He's, he's got to wear shades. Yeah. Well, there you go. So I'll keep waiting for the uh, notification that my oldest is going to be going to one of those schools, which is fine too. Which is fine too. Yeah. We had uh, we had a brother that had to go to special learning because he. Attended maybe three classes out of a year of high school. Yeah, yeah. For that, for that same reason. But you know, I mean, he he got his GED. And got he, I mean, he's smarter. He was smarter than the average bear. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not that big of a deal. But um, I think it's we were talking about earlier before we came on the air about uh, me continuing to do education as I go on and uh, about me doing the bare minimum that I need to do to pass whatever it is that I need to do. And that's the same outlook that my oldest has always had. So obviously that was a genetic thing that passed down. And I think that was the same thing that our brother had too. It was like, what do I actually need to make this happen to be a functioning member? society? that that's what I'm doing. I'm not doing any more than that. I'm going to that line and that's as far as I'm going. Well, here's the difference between your son and you, you have a really good job. Okay. And you didn't get there by accident. No, you put a lot of fucking effort into getting that job. So, Bare minimum, in your case, is exceeding most people's maximum effort. Right. But in school, I didn't put that in. I slept through classes. I went back into bonehead math in in high school because I could. Right. But see, here's the difference. You graduated in the 90s. Yeah. Okay? Not far from me. And and it was a whole different time. Okay? There isn't... Indeed. Bless you. Bless you. There, there, there isn't the amount of technology that's available today. The Fucking amount, libraries. The <laughs> amount of information that's available today, and the amount of jobs that are going to require degrees that are uh, are today. Mm-hmm. So, and and what they try to do is to force because it it all works hand in hand. They the jobs want you to get a degree, so you spend money, so you have to get a job. So that you can continue your education so that you get deeper and deeper into debt, mm-hmm. buying houses and cars and yada, 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 contributing to society, as it were. The problem with that nowadays is what the news likes to refer to as millennials <coughs> and the fact that they're not moving out of their houses. They're not finding, you know, 40-hour-a-week jobs. They just don't – they're not interested in – Holy shit, Mike, you're the first millennial. Yeah. They're, they're not interested in – Contributing. I just to had an epiphany. Wait, it's, don't it's, you mean an apostrophe? It's. Why do you have glitter on your cheek? Where were you today? I don't know. Maybe I had a good dream, and it just fucking became reality. Yeah, why the fuck do you have? Glitter? I have glitter on my glitter fucking now? face. I just did you saw see it. it. Did you see it? Yeah, it's on it your flickered. right cheek. It's right on your right cheek. Well, fuck it. Leave it there. Fuck it. It's annoying it now. It's, it's right there. Now it's staring at me. No, no, it's like a weird strobe light. Yeah, knock it off. No, no, it's bad. Disco head. <laughs> so keep talking. So what happens? I'm beautiful. No, you're not. <laughs> so you're just Maybe like it's the, Maybelline. Yeah, you're just like the rest of us, fat, dumb, and happy, <laughs> or unhappy. Uh, mildly content. How about that? Fat, dumb, and and mediocre <laughs> at best. Um, it's but, scraping through. But what hap- What's going on is the millennials don't are not contributing. They don't want to contribute because they don't want the nine to five or the you know, till 11 or working for Walmart or, or whoever, seriously. Yeah. They don't want a, that quote-unquote stable job, if you want to call it that, because they 
understand. And what's going on is that this is this this is just a, a cycle. Okay, this happened in the twenties and the thirties with people that are are experiencing a technological revolution. Typewriters, all that other shit that just started to come out. Typewriters, cars, et cetera, et cetera, radio. et cetera. Radio, TV. Okay. Oh, it's not my generation. I don't understand how they're going to be able to handle things without writing it down with a pencil. They got a typewriter. <laughs> you know, they can type things out now. That's all useless. It's a fad. And well, everybody always has that with any new phase of technology. But what's happening now is the same thing that's happening back in the 20s and the 30s. Like I said, it's it's cyclical. Mm-hmm. So, again, the, the millennials, if you want to call them that, don't want to move out of the house because it's a stable environment for them. They don't want to, they want to get jobs, but they don't want, they don't want the pressure of having a career. So the average, you know, people that are less than, less age than us, so like 30s, less than 35, yeah. um, I mean, have already had, to, yeah. have already had like five or six jobs. Who even wants to fucking own Not. a house anymore? You don't even, when you own a house, you don't even really fucking own it. You, you, you got to pay taxes on it. Every year, every month, you have fucking HOA fees and shit. Who the fuck wants all that debt? Well, and the tax credit did reduce, too. Well, here's the thing. Not every place has HOA fees. And not every place requires you to pay. Like, if you pay, you still have to pay property taxes because property taxes are based on what your house cost and what it's, what it's going to and be. And where you live. I just like knowing that they can't really kick me out if it's mine. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can. Like, well... I mean, yeah. If, I if you don't pay, pay. your taxes, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you never really own. But I mean, like, I pay property. my rent, but at any time, my landlord can send me a notice and say, "Hey, at X time, we're gonna, we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna sell the house. So as soon as the house sells, you guys are out. Right? What? <laughs> yeah. That's. And and that's that happens to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so what what's going on? I is... don't know if the car is big enough for six of us to live out of. Yeah. <laughs> so so what's going on is is that. The millennials want to do their own thing. They want to, they their their version of work life balance is, I'm not working for this fucking company that does nothing but hire and fire people with their revolving door. They have no loyalty to me. Why the fuck should I have a loyalty to them? Mercenary attitude. And they don't want to pay shit anyway. And see, I have well, that no, too. It has nothing. To, it, it's not that they don't want to pay shit. They they don't want to contribute to. I, I don't give a fuck about cars. We have Uber now. I meant we the jobs. Taxis. I meant the jobs don't want to pay shit. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, and and I mean, look, I'm making the same amount of money that I was making 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. That's a problem. And then you know we see all these memes. 10 years ago, I was making two dollars more an hour than I'm making now. Yeah, we see all these memes about you know oh fifteen dollar fifteen dollar an hour minimum wage, and this is a burger flipper and blah blah blah. And the people that put those weight and nothing against you because I've seen the meme that you that you guys were talking about on Facebook with the f- burger mm-hmm. flipper. That's not McDonald's, by the way. Oh, I don't even know. That was, that was a, that's, um, uh, I can't remember the, the company, but it wasn't McDonald's. But fi- a $15 an hour minimum wage isn't a $15 entry wage. That's living wage. That's, that's the cost of living. Yeah. You know, so just because someone makes $15 an hour, you know, EMTs and whatever else, those are private companies, and th- those those people pay what they believe, and I don't agree with it, what they believe, the EMTs or whoever, are worth it, right? But the cost of living has gone up so much that your fucking minimum wage doesn't cover 
everything, and companies don't want to do that because they'd rather pay a CEO who continually fails or fucks associates or... Or, or masturbates in front of people. Or masturbates in front of people. <laughs> they would rather pay like him, that in. you know, yeah, $100 million dollars a year when they can reinvest it and, and pay people more money and still give him a bonus of $10 million dollars a year. I would gladly take the job as that CEO. Right. And, and, that's, and that's the problem with this country right now is that this fucking greed has grabbed a lot of people. And we're, we're seeing what's going on with ABC buying Fox. We're seeing what's going on with, with a whole bunch of other companies that are buying up other companies. And then they continue to give these raises to upper management without thinking about the worker first. And that's the problem. And that's what the millennials see. They're like, why should I work for that guy? When I can go and find something else to do or create my own shit, look at what they're doing on YouTube. Yeah. <coughs> and get paid as much as I want. And live in a van. Yeah, or, or have my own place. That's why vans are. Have you seen the van living stuff? Like, that's a big deal. Like, yeah, or people a are tiny like converting home. vans and living in them. <laughs> which I'm totally, which, you know what? If it was just me, I could probably live in a van yeah. if I had a flush and potty. A, a ti- no, tiny homes are huge now. Because I could live in a tiny home if it was just me. Yeah. yeah, but yet the prices don't go down no matter how much you start to minimalize yourself. That's not true. The prices do go down. Minim- I'm talking about on all the products that we buy. Tiny homes. Like a gallon of milk? Yeah, well, or everything. Yeah. Mac and cheese is still 99 cents. Oh, I don't know anymore. And, and here's the, here's the other that side stuff. to that mac and cheese. For 99 cents, if, they, if Walmart increases just the Kraft mac and cheese from 99 cents to $1... They can afford to pay every one of their associates twenty dollars an hour. Is this kind of like the thing? Um, God, I don't Just even know how long ago it was where it was some airline, and they realized if they took one of the three olives off a salad and just put two olives, they'd save like X amount of million dollars. Yeah, it's like that. But but in this case, it's actually it's actually a positive thing because they could pay their workers twenty dollars an hour across the board with that one penny. Increase in boxed macaroni and cheese. And people like me, who actually make the bigger wages, would pay the extra cent. Yeah, a, a 99 cents to a dollar yeah. is not a big deal. I would pay the cent just so I don't have to drive somewhere else and get cheaper mac and cheese. Yeah. That's why I don't like jobs when they won't give you even a dollar raise. Like, okay, you're not willing to pay me an extra $8 a day? I'm not worth an eight, extra $8 no, a day. No, you're not. Fuck them. No, actually, even for, for what I make, my bosses would probably tell you I'm not worth an extra $8 a day. <laughs> In fact, they tell me that almost every day. Yeah. That's like the rule. I get fired like once a week, just FYI. But you're still there. Well, yeah, it's mostly they just come to my office, throw boxes at me and tell me to pack my shit, and then they go away, and then... You, you come back the next day? Yeah, I just show up the next like, day, what are you and doing like, we continue here? working. Like, like, I don't see a pink slip. Like, they don't say anything. Like, well, actually, don't I don't any. show up, and then they go, where are you? Aren't you coming in today? You're the biggest brower right there. You just bro them every fucking week, and they yeah. still, you know, what are they going to do? Yeah. Yeah. I got all this experience. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Yeah. Hire what somebody else. Yeah. yeah. And train them. Yeah, yeah. And, th- and that's the other thing that hiring and training. So, it- I, I would ra- I would rather I would rather sleep at my desk than have to train anybody to help me. It's so awful. It costs a company like whatever you're paying the person. Let's say it's fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, it like costs a company like three times that amount of money just to train them. That's yeah, awful. So if they're going to like the company that I work for has these stupid fucking 1940s 50s and 60s rules like you need to have in order in order to be sick you have to have protected sick time not time off protected sick time it's completely different than time off and if you don't have it well you can't be sick how do you protect or else you, it i don't know 
With a fence? Yeah, apparently. So if you're I'm sick... I'm taking offense. If you're sick and you call out, well, that's a point against you. Like, I'm doing the right thing by calling out because... And not some, infecting the rest of your coworkers. Because some dumb motherfucker came into work because they were sick and didn't call out. Yeah. So you have that everywhere, though. Not even there. I mean, I've I've worked even for companies, places that I sh- can't really say that I worked for before, that were public agencies, and um, called my uh, called in sick and gotten bullshit for calling in sick. I'm like, what do you want me to do? Like, and I had sick time. Yeah, I had the time. Yeah, don't don't but fucking give me shit, shit about it, it because nope, I'm sick. Shit. I'm doing the right thing by protecting you. From getting sick, and then it just continues on. It cycles yeah. through the entire goddamn office, and and I'm the asshole for calling out sick because of whatever. It's like the, my kid's school, even though they want the money for my kid to attend. If you, they say, if your kid's sick, keep them home so that they're not infecting the other kids. Yeah. yeah. Because ultimately, it costs more money for everybody to be sick. Yeah. So... So th- and that doesn't make any sense to me. And that's, this, again, that's that part of work-life balance thing. Like, if you're going to go work for a company and and it feels like most people are being forced into these jobs. Yeah. Or, you know, they feel like they're forced into these jobs because they have no other alternative or education or, you know, it's it's a quick and easy thing. And, and they're just doing it because, you know, they're waiting type yeah. of thing. Yeah. In my case. And... And which is wrong. It's a it's a, it's wrong. To th- it's it's wrong to think that way because unless you have something that's really going on, if you get a job, you're not gonna you're not gonna risk because you have something to fall back on. But that's part of the problem. You're working for a company you dislike or don't want to work for, not necessarily dislike, because. You need to do this to pay bills, to do this, to do this, to do this. So I'm realizing and then we're, you get stuck in that job. I'm realizing we're very off the subject. Well, it's still part anything. of work-life balance. It, it is, and I'm I'm starting to think about it as you were talking about that, and we were talking about you know like calling out sick, and one of the things I think that is the toughest for people in the work-life balance is um, when your kids are sick because yeah. you're not sick, but they are. But they are, and yeah. you need to be home with them, and your work doesn't understand that. Even well, in they my understand career, it's tough. But they don't care, right? Well, some people just don't. I don't. I don't think they understand or care. Some people, their lives revolve around their work, and right. I don't like to live that way anymore. I. That's why I don't put in extra hours at my job. I, my kid's sick. I stay home unless know. I've got somebody reliable that can sit with them, like a grandparent. I take pride in my work. I mean, when I'm at work, I do the work, mm-hmm. the, you know, to the best of my ability. But uh, otherwise, though, once my time is up, my time is up, um, and as long as I can survive on the low amount of hours that I work, I'm going to keep doing that because I don't see work the same way as I used to. I see it as fucking, in a way, I see it almost as legal slavery. So, you know, I, I mean, we in, in the way we the society is set up now, how expensive it's become to live is that everything is based around our jobs, everything. And, I, you know, we don't get to live life the way that we should get to live life. And I think that that goes back to what I was originally saying about, like, you know, and I and I have friends that are so very... You know, pro woman, and and I have a friend that's actually like a cousin, and and I've said this before on social media, and she always responds with, "But yes, yeah, somebody, somebody fought to give you that right to pick whether or not you do that." And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I get all that." But what I'm still saying is, is back then, even though those were not necessarily the good old days, is one person out of the house, the man or whomever, could have a job and support a family. Right. 
so that you didn't have to do the work balance thing. There was no need. This wasn't a discussion because it wasn't a problem. Uh, they worked their hours. The wife took care of the home. They took care of the kids and their off time was spent doing whatever they need to do or whatever family time. And now you have to really hustle on that work balance because. Or you could, you could take your vacation without, you know, having to negotiate. Yeah, it was it was just, well, this is my time off. I earned it. Yeah. They're like, okay, have a great time. Yeah, okay. Enjoy your holiday with your family. I know your wife's probably bitching at you to take it off, so have yeah. a great time. You know, that's that was a lot of that there, and there just isn't anymore. And I think the work balance thing comes a lot in now to men, even though I, as, as you two know, but maybe people out there don't know, is I'm a very big proponent of when I had children is you will be a 50% partner because I, I'm also working and doing everything else. So right. you will help 50% with this child. So what happened then is for those like me shifted that a little bit to the guys. So now they had to take on responsibility of the kid too. So when the kid's sick, it's not like, okay, I as the wife will need to call in sick. It was looking at each other going, which one of us is doing this today? Look, when I, when I was married, I was also doing the, the two o'clock, three o'clock in the morning, uh, putting them in a, in a warm bath to lower their body temperature. Shit. Okay. Right. I, I didn't just get to sleep and say, Oh yeah, go get me a beer, bitch. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was I helped out. I, I yeah. was the one that would sit at the emergency room too. And yeah. and everything. So I, And yeah, I mean that's where you start getting that work balance because it didn't used to be an issue. If the kids were sick, the wife sit at home. Right. And now I mean I, I do that with my kids' dads all the time too. Like, hey, they don't feel good. What do you have today? I have three meetings scheduled. I can't miss. So what do you have today? Oh, you don't have anything? Guess what you're getting? A sick kid. Bloop. Right. Mm-hmm. And if they can't do it, then somebody else has to step in, which we is usually the grandparents, right? Yeah, and and that's that that's you know family or community or whatever you want to call it. It's just that's, a village. It yeah, takes a, a village. It takes a village. <laughs> and but that's that's usually what happens when people like my schedule. The way that my schedule is set is specifically because I have obligations to my family, and if if a job doesn't understand that, I don't need it. Yeah. I'm not obligated to, to keep my jobs because they want me to work on days that I have obligations. And my obligations are like yesterday. I literally, I mean, I was in the car for hours yesterday, you know, back and forth and back and forth to take care of my nephew, pick him up, pick up my niece, drop her off at golf or wherever she's going, you know. And we're not talking like she's going to the fucking mall or anything else like that. This is all school-related, sports-related medical related shit yep. and i do this every day my tuesdays wednesdays and thursdays my days you're a soccer dad <laughs> yeah yeah my days are basically coordinated based on that i have to leave work at a certain time mm-hmm. so that i can get kids so i can go to cub scouts i can take them to wherever they need to go um making sure again because it's me and you know I, I, what what are we having for dinner do i need to cook it when i get home right i have to think about it three days in a fucking vance i like make sure that we have the food does it need to be in a crock pot before i leave does it need to be thawed does it need to be so everything has like this this evenly coordinated dance and i am i feel so shitty at it because oh. there are so many mornings that i leave the house and realize oh fuck i forgot three things and i have to text my husband and be like i don't know what we're having for dinner I forgot to take shit out are of the your freezer. Kids, are your kids still alive? They are very much alive, yeah. unfortunately. They still, yeah. They keep, okay. And they keep asking for food. It's weird. Then There's a refrigerator full. There's Yeah, we've and got, your son is they've got what I call yeah. white people problems, like where we open up the fridge and shit falls on it right now, yeah, right. on us right now. I mean, it's full of leftovers and bullshit we aren't using. Yeah, yeah. there's the nothing to eat. Yes, they never have what they want to eat. Society yes. has put you under this pressure that you have to be perfect. Yes, 
And you know what? You don't have to be. As long as your kids are healthy. You know what? And I used to be. I used to be a lot more. I would, um, mine, I had my oldest, my son would go to bed. And uh, when I was a single mom at that time, and I would pick up all his toys, I would pick up the front room, I would wash all the dishes, uh, and plus yeah. get up because he didn't sleep very well, uh, do all those things and work and whatever. And then I actually did that when I wasn't a single mom too, yeah. but you know, whatever. Um, and then I, I kind of got to a point towards the end of it where... I'd go to bed and leave some of the dishes on the stove. Mm-hmm. Some of the hand washed dishes oh, you, stay on the you stove. Lazy piece of shit. I know, total lazy piece of shit. And <laughs> things like that. And so I started getting to the point where my OCD started balancing out where I could leave certain things mm-hmm. um, because I just could not do it all. Because I watched, and this is I guess an, an ingrained thing of that that balance, watched my mother who was a stay at home mom. Yeah. And she did all the dishes. I lifted not a finger. My job was homework. My job was schoolwork, which I didn't really, did really shittily at. I mean, I got A's, but I didn't do a whole lot of work. Um, and she even went so far as she cut the grass. She brought in the firewood. Mm-hmm. She did all the cleaning. She did all the cooking. She did all of those things. And so me in my mind, I have to do those things <laughs> she too. She skinned but, the bear. Oh, yeah. Now I'm working <laughs> 60 hours a week on top of that and doing whatever other charity work I'm doing and trying to still get my degree, you know, one little tiny class at a time. So it's just been a consistent cycle of me having to figure out what I can and can't yeah. fit in. And what I found that it doesn't fit in well is, is cleaning the showers. <laughs> Cause I don't do a lot of that. About uh, 20 years ago or so, I used to listen to a lot of Dr. Laura um, on the Ugh. radio. Mm. And, um, I remember one time this lady called up and she was talking about finding the balance of, of dating because she, she had gotten divorced and she's a single mother about dating and then when's a good time to introduce the person she's dating to her kids and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, Dr. Laura just starts r- ripping into her. Is this still recording? Because I don't hear myself in the microphone or in the in the headphones. Did it stop? Yeah, it did. No, it's still okay, recording. Okay. So... Um, and so she wanted advice from Dr. Laura about this shit, you know, like, how do I do a proper balance? And all of a sudden, Dr. Laura starts ripping into her about, you are a horrible mother. You um, you should put your kids ahead of everything, your own selfish needs. You should not be in another relationship. That's that's wrong for your kids. And you need to focus everything you do on those children. That's how my parents think. And you yes. need to live and die. And I, I even at that time, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. You know, that's that's how some mothers fucking drive their car into a lake with their kids in it is because yep. they feel all this pressure. They, they can't, they, you know, what are you supposed, you're supposed to just crawl up and die? And by the way, that is not an easy thing to do as somebody. And I know we've talked about like online dating and stuff. And one of my things. Oh, I thought this, you meant drown your kids. Well, that too. <laughs> um, I tell them all the time I'm going to sell them to the gypsies. So yeah. kind of the same. Um, even so far as to driving them and somewhere at night. Like, where are we going? We're going to go find the gypsies. I know. So, Holy shit. I they did that once. They dance. The gypsies dance. You're going to love it there. Um, they ride in a wagon. So um, in, in doing this whole like dating thing, and uh, as we've talked about, I've done this a few times as a, as a mother and a single mother. And um, one of the last rounds was doing this online dating thing. Yep. And uh, most guys would be like, oh, it's da 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 When can I, when can we meet up? Okay. Well, I can meet you next Wednesday. Th- that's it. And that's all you have pissy, for me. Right. Yeah. They're super pissy about it. I'm like, that's what I have available. Like yeah. I have my kids yeah. the other time or I have work meetings or I have something else I have next Wednesday. Yeah. You, it, you, you need to fit into the schedule. You need if you to don't fit, fit into, into the, the schedule. schedule, then go away. Yeah. It's, it's, I'm sorry. That's what I have. If you right. don't like it. And then as stuff moves on and I told them if stuff, if stuff progresses, like if we are still continuing to see each other, 
I can make more time. Like I can wedge you in in other times, but I'm not going to wedge in a first date, like get a sitter for my kids or, you know, have you come over to the house and hang out with my kids right. if we're not in something like that goes on. And I, I think honestly with my current husband, like we did, God, I think we almost talked for like a month before we actually were able to have schedule that meshed with our kids and work right. to meet up. Like it took that long of us like talking. Yeah, but I mean, you still talked, and you know, some people are just selfish. They're like, "I want it now. It's got to happen now. Now, 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 now." And you're like, "No, no, it's going to happen like this." And if you can't, well, and I think a lot of that was because he also was a single parent. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess not single because they went somewhere fifty percent of the time, but um, he was also a parent, and he also had a job, and then he also was doing training on top of that so right. he he had that same kind of shit stacked yeah and i think that's why that was yeah. it was a more of an understanding type thing yeah and, that, and that's the thing i mean i, I don't uh, what i said previous i meant to add on to it which was that there's a fine line you had there's, there's that balance and the two people like the first person's like i want this and it's got to happen now and and you go well no this that's just not possible because I have this is my schedule and we've got to find a way to work mm-hmm. within this schedule because I can't deviate from this. Right. I have to work with this, so I need someone that's going to be able to help me work with you know work within my schedule. That's what I mean. Just work with anything because I mean my whole thing is as as you guys have heard is that there's a there's the the balance there's the the giant set of weights kind of like the um. The mighty python is she um, heavier than a duck? Right. Um, Which <laughs> she sits on it is, is I mean, and this is probably why I've been divorced as much as I have. Is it like you have to look at it as a giant set of scales? And my thing is, is is it easier for you to be here or not be here? As soon as the scale starts tipping, where it's more difficult for me for that person to be in the house. Sorry. You're just not in the house anymore. Right. Like it's it's that simple. Like, oh, am I looking around and realizing I'm doing more work because you're here and you're not actually relieving work from what I had before? Okay, well then you can fuck off. Like I'll do less work if you're gone. And that's just kind of yes, she's a witch. It's well, that's four minutes long. What <laughs> is and what 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 floats apart from wood? It is. It's a a duck. What do you do with witches? What do you burn apart from witches? More witches! Good. So, why do witches burn? Is this, is this the part where the guy picks his nose? Yes, do it, do it. Yeah, yeah. there you go. There you go, picking his nose. Because I'm made of wood. Good! Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, how do we tell whether she is made of wood? Build a bridge out of her! Ah, but can you not also make bridges out of stone? Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. Uh, uh, does a wood sink in water? No, 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 it floats. It floats. Throw her into the pond. <laughs> what also floats in water? Bread, apples, uh, very small rocks, cider, a great gravy, cherries, mud, a churches, churches, lead, lead, a duck, lead, lead, exactly. Very small rocks. Very small. Two. Lead. Logically. If Churches. she weighs the same as a duck, she's made of wood. And therefore, a witch! A witch! That's exactly. It's it's like those scales. So it's like as soon as you're as soon as you're as soon as you're costing more on the scale, like I start getting really fucking pissy. And if you don't start picking up the slack on that scale, like that's when I start looking around going, hmm. 
what else am I doing that's a lot more? Hmm. How else can my time be spent? Yeah. But that's, that's, that's again, because I'm looking at it as I'm already doing all of these things. Are you contributing or you're not contributing? And that becomes the work life balance piece, I think. And I mean, as a career person, I've been a career person for Jesus. Well, I don't know. Uh, my sister-in-law tells a story about me uh, at age 17, telling them that I couldn't go somewhere on a weekend because I had to work on Saturday and they, everybody said, just call in sick. And she said, I still remember Heather goes, meaning me, Heather says, uh, I can't go. Uh, I have to go to work. And they said, well, you, why can't you call in? It's I'm the only one with a combination to the safe. So I worked at a bank at 17 right. and I was one of the two people that needed to open up. So I wasn't able to go do stuff on the weekend. I had to open up the so safe. So what was, what did the other person do? Not open on weekends? Well, you needed two people, one with a key, one with a combo. It's a bank. Think about it. Yeah, it's like the nuclear uh, device. You know? <laughs> They're afraid I'm going to run off with all their hundreds Receipts. of thousands. Yeah. Uh, no, there was, we had real money. We had real money back then. It was amazing. And um, not those special counters that they put stuff through now where it counts all their bills for them. Right. Like we had to do it the old-fashioned way. We had to actually count the money yeah. and then balance it at the end of the day and One, be all $20 and cry. Two, yeah. three, four. Lick your fingers. Yeah. that's. <laughs> and get, get all that cocaine on you. Yeah. And, uh, and, you and know, herpes, cocaine that's, and herpes. That's greatly overrated. I never had, I never had uh, money cocaine. You don't ever actually lick your fingers. You have to this other stuff that you put on it because money is the dirtiest fucking shit. Yeah, yeah. that's why you I said herpes. have ever encountered, and you will never look at money the same until you've worked at a shop that sells clothes to strippers. Yes. When they come in with a wad of ones to buy yep. a new thong, and you realize what they've done with those one dollar bills, where it's been. Oh God! Oh God! Not, not, so not necessarily, you know, where the stripper has put it, but what the guys have done with it. Oh God, <laughs> baby, let's start a family. Yeah, <laughs> this actually smells like fish. This dollar bill—that's the weirdest thing. Uh, it must be, must be something in the paper. <laughs> it's terrible. So yeah, I mean, oh, the work man, balancing is really bad. Brought back a lot of memories. Oh, 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 back back when the rail was a dollar and not two dollars. Yeah, you know, well, that, that story. I remember the story. No, you have a fish story from a stripper. Yeah, because okay, so strippers would would use the same type of that spray on perfume bullshit. Yeah, that, the pear body spray. Yeah, that um, college students mm-hmm. would wear. Yeah, and it it got to the point where if they didn't shower, if the strippers didn't shower, it would smell like fish. <laughs> if they had that cologne on, so it would be that fucking cologne. And there's one specific girl that actually, uh, the, I can't remember where she worked. Um, you know, people's body chemistry changes sense too. So yeah, but she was always like that. So it wasn't it wasn't just like the the body chemistry changed. She like uh, she smelled Vietnamese and ate a lot of like fish sauce or I, I don't remember Maybe specifically. She sweated it out. Y- yeah, but she 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 just reeked. Was she Puerto Rican? No, shut up. <laughs> Puerto Rican, Puerto. He's throwing something out. I don't know what the inside joke is there, but because he said "reek" in Puerto Rican. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, never mind. Uh, his pun was so bad I didn't see, even I'm catch it. I'm not racist. Though. I'm actually I'm ignoring his puns at this point. You put up a pun block. <laughs> pun blocker five thousand. But that's. I mean, that's <laughs> the work. The work life balance is is tough, and I think what cracked me up is is I was just barely you know keeping shit together as it was with having kids and, and work and whatever else. And 
I would see this stuff from people or see posts from people or whatever is like, I work out every day. I have 900 kids. I have a full-time job. I do whatever else that I do. And I go to school full time oh, um, at a college. And I go to and fucking like, vacation in and the like, Caribbean. What the fuck? Oh, that's, um, are, those, are the, those are the closet in meth moms. Fuck you, bitch. Like, I, are you serious right now? Like, I worked, came home, barely made any kind of shitty spaghetti, and I want to die, and it's 7 yeah. p.m. Like, and that's that's where I'm you at. You also hate exercise, by the way. You do say you hate exercise. I fucking hate exercise. Who but has the time for that shit? That's how, that's how most people are. I mean, that's just the reality of the situation. I dare you, I dare you to find, I mean, you're going to find them, but I dare you to just ask the random woman, hey, so... Uh, when 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 you go to work, when you're preparing your work week, what do you do? You know, and then you just go down a list of all that shit. You know, I do this and I do this and I do this and I exercise for five hours a day and and you know I clean. There's the no house time. And you know, I I I, I barely bathe, have time for Oprah. I, I bathe my kids. You know, three three times a day, and you know, my alarm goes off school. at five fifteen so that I can snooze it a couple times, so that I can get up and drink a cup of coffee before I have to go wake up my children at six o'clock vodka. in the morning. Same Dude, difference. I wish. Dude, some days I really wish so I can wake up my kids and so my kids can start getting ready so I can be out the door by seven so I can drop off the children right and then go into work. It's like this is this is not where where do you fit in exercise into that? Yeah, and well, where do you fit in you know? A life. Oh, oh, no. oh no, 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 sir. I'm sorry. You don't get one of those. Yeah. How do you fit That's, in date night? Yeah. Just uh, move on to the, you know, segment. Oh, yeah. The date night is a whole other. Joe wanted to move on to date night, apparently. Yeah. The date night is a whole other, well, other I... thing. Uh, so so now, we're, <laughs> now we're past like the work and life balance. Now we're into like the work and kid and relationship balance, which right. is really the crux of this, this issue. And yeah. I, you I, know, where do you throw in, like I said, where do you throw in vacations? We, my like, husband and I camping. literally don't have date nights we don't get those like we have events that we have to go to for one thing or another and honey i have a five minute opening yeah nine times out of ten we need to schedule a sitter or something so that we can go somewhere Mm -hmm. without a child tied under our leg and bone we we have to wait until they go to bed which is like a whole nother issue because some of them stay up later and it's just bad like we can lock the door we can't lock the little ones out it's horrible so and and I fall asleep. I fall asleep early. So this podcast is probably another pseudoscience. But I I can't stay up any later than that. So date nights are actually like where you get to go out and actually have dinner together and spend some time together. We're going out to the powerhouse. Baby. I was about yeah, to bone my girlfriend. If you want to bone my girlfriend? Bone. Yeah, if you want to bone your girlfriend, you don't get that because then you have to get the kids out of the house. Like if you have a sitter, they're all still in the fucking house. Like you'd have to go run a hotel room. Do you know how expensive that is? Back to bone like, her, but the mosquitoes were going crazy, and it's bad enough that you have to have mosquitoes <laughs> going crazy. It's bad enough that you're paying to go out, but then you also have to pay a sitter. So it's like double the cost yeah. just to have a meal alone. And it's like, you know what? Never mind. It's just not fucking worth it. Said there was no way. No way. There's no, no way, way that you're going to do that. So, I, I mean, for me personally, I mean, it's, it's kind of a struggle to do the date nights. I, I think we started like saying that there we was to do no that. way. And I know people that have it, but people are always like, oh, we go out for date nights once a week. And da-da. those people hate their fucking families and they, they have like living nannies and shit. I don't know how those yeah, people do it. I, when I was married, I was lucky enough to have my mom and grandma. So they could always babysit when we need them to. But no even then, way. I mean, do you feel bad having them watch them? 
No, because I was so fucking busy just trying to make things balance and work out that I was just glad that I had someone to watch them for a little while while I took the wife out to keep her fucking ass happy. Snow way. Because, hey, the wife is out with me. She's the, not fucking around on me because she's with me at the moment. The best thing that somebody could do is not necessarily watch my kids. I love them. They're like, oh, if you want to go to dinner, you can watch your kids. You know what you could do for me? Take my kids away. Take them away from the house. I was about to bone my girlfriend. Yes, out. exactly. And because if they're not in the house, then you could bone your girlfriend. If they had, I mean, just so I don't have to worry about trying to figure out what to feed them because I'm going out to eat or anything. Just take the fucking kids away from me. Yeah. Like, uh, like oh, hey, I love, you know, go through a drive-thru and you're like, oh, I don't have to get something for every fucking buddy. Just get it for myself. Exactly. Exactly. And That's those are the best feeling. times. When people are like, I don't understand how you function with divorce. And again, I guess this is just those people that have different levels of stuff. And, and I guess the people who don't get jealous are also the people that can't be away from their children at all. Because those are always the opposite people of me. Um, they're always like, I don't know how I do with my kid who's four being away from me for the night. And I'm like, I think it's great. Like that's actually one of the pros of divorce is like, you don't have your kids for 50% of the time. I also like the fact that you don't have someone that you have to fucking answer to on a daily basis. Well, that too. But I mean, I mean, that's different, but we're just talking about like kids itself. Mm -hmm. I'm really okay having nights away from my kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so am I. I really enjoy it. That's not going to lie. I like missing my kids. They, they know that I enjoy it too. Oh, and yeah. not in a bad way. Yeah, my kid goes, hey, I want to go see at my friends. I'm like, fucking hey. Yeah, yeah. let me pack your shit. shit. Hold on a second. Oh, yeah. Why aren't they here yet? Even even <laughs> if it's just one kid gone, that's I, one less. Yeah, I, I don't I don't have children, but I have nieces and nephews. Yeah. Kate, and every, I'm really glad when they go away. Yeah, every once in a while, Caitlin, uh, my stepdaughter, she, uh, she, you know, she has an apartment. She'll let the kids come over there for a day or so, and I'm just—I finally get to watch porn in the living room instead of hiding in the bathroom. Yeah, I don't even need to watch porn. I just want to. You just need ten minutes. I just want to. Are you going to bone her (laughs) for like five minutes? I don't want to watch Octonauts. I don't want to hear YouTube. I don't want to hear fighting. I don't want to deal. I don't want to have to get any snacks. I don't want to have to deal with any of that shit. Hell yeah! (laughs) Enjoy the little things. It's um. I and I, you know what? I actually have a friend that I notice has been making lately a concerted effort to have date nights once a week with her husband, which I think is very commendable. But again, I know that she has to find a babysitter. Yep. She has to pay the babysitter. Plus, they're going somewhere. Plus, they're paying for whatever they're doing. And I know that that is very taxing on their household. And then I have to look at it and be like, I mean, what's it worth, really? I mean, at that point, like. Our kids drive us crazy. We never never have a break from kids. And I know it's a strain on our relationship, but I mean, sometimes dealing with just juggling having a damn it date is, night. It is, is okay to be selfish. It is. Well, I'm fine being selfish. I, I think my children know I have no problem being selfish, but still. It's worth it to them because it gives them a night of peace. Yeah. Just to go out. I know that mom and dad were like that. They'd be, they'd go out. And they're like, we're going. Like, where are you going? Away. From you. From you. Yeah. Fuckheads. Yeah. Far. And when are you going to be back? Later. 11 o'clock. Make sure that you don't kill your brother or he, anyone dies. Yeah. Yep. Okay. I, I have to do that every Fair time enough. I come out here. Yeah. Right? I'm leave. Don't fucking kill each other. Don't cause a fire. Yeah. I don't want to come home ready to go to bed and the fucking place is burnt down. Yeah. That's that's kind of that what I have to with my oldest. That would yeah. suck. In fact, I think I'm still paying off his last babysitting job. They're <laughs> <laughs> paying it off? Mm-hmm. What happened? Oh, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. Like, I'm paying him. Because I'm one of those people that, like, because he got gifted a younger sibling, I don't feel that that's his cross to bear because I had another child. So 
I don't force him to watch the child without the child. compensation. Right. So he's finally at an age where he can kind of do that. So just to, as long as it's just his younger brother, he's fine. He can watch him, and I will, depending on the situation, I'll pay him for that. Right. Um, but the stepkids, like, I got to definitely kick down ducats if he watches them at all because... And you're still paying for it? <laughs> yeah. When you said that, the very first thought that went through my head, and this is a complete I'm non-sequitur. always paying for it. Which is... Uh, um, so when Van Halen decided to record their album for Unlawful Carnal Knowledge, they used Led Zeppelin's producer. His name is Andy Johns. Yeah. Andy Johns was still billing them for like 10 years after that record. So when you say that, all I could think of is your son is basically Andy Johns. Yeah, he's still paying. <laughs> like everyone said, be like, don't you remember you owe me like $5 for producer. that? Like I can, I can totally handle that. Uh, no. The good news is, is that nobody has died in his charge. So that's excellent. Has what? No one has died. No, oh, in his charge, right? Yeah, in his charge. Yeah. Well, that's because, you know, Yet. phones. Yes. Do, 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 video Yet. games. It's <laughs> it's easy. I haven't come I, home I, to anyone covered in puke or poop or anything, so that's good. I think it's actually easier these days to babysit than it was back then. Oh, there's so many distractions now. Oh, my God. So easy. You All just, you have to do is give my youngest his iPod and go away. Yep. Yeah. Let him nice listen to music or... Whatever. There you go. Yep. Turn the movie on. Make some pop microwave popcorn. Yeah. Before, when Done. you were when you were Laurie Strode in Halloween, you had to do like projects and shit. See, and that's why I was a terrible babysitter. I don't. I don't do that now. People are always like, "Oh, what kind of quality time you spend with your kids?" None. <laughs> if it's if it's projects and shit, I'm not doing it. We'll play Uno once a year. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even like <laughs> we, board games with them because they don't get it. We we uh-huh. sit down and talk. I mean, and when they like, lose, they don't. They with these argue. two, we'll we'll be upstairs. To, I mean, you you're part yeah. of the family. You know. They're, he's a little bit more sociable now because of what's been going on, but she, she's a social animal, and she will always hang out with the adults, and we have to kick her away from, from everybody to go hang out with her friends or people that are her age. Mm-hmm. It's like, go away. She's like, why? I don't want to hang out with those people. Like, I was, I never Because you're fucking 14. Them, yeah. and, and, I, and we understand that. Yeah. I mean, we did the same thing because the conversation's a little bit more interesting. Yeah, to say the least. And they're like, we don't want you around when we're talking. Like, I'm just going to stick around. You guys can talk all you want. Yeah, no, for for my kids, and I, I'm terrible at projects. I was never even going to dress up. I mean, my niece, she used to come to my house when she was tiny, tiny, and say, oh, do you want to play dress up with me? No. Yeah. No, I don't. What a great do you wanna, aunt you are. Do you, you want to play Barbies? You're no. such a one aunt. And I do that now to my stepdaughter. She'd be like, yeah, would you play Barbies with me? No, you know what, honey? I'm just actually not good at that. That's not my thing. Yeah. I have other things I'm good at. That's not one of them. But see, the niece, she's okay with that mm-hmm. shit because now she, she is. Well, she was then. I mean, she was little. She was mad at me. Well, yeah, she'd get mad, but I mean, How she'd come get over Jay it. Boy's playing with his stupid cars, and he won't play dress up with me. Yeah, because we had to have a conversation that. But she understood that. Yeah, at, we actually at a young told age. her at three, two and a half, or three that Jay cares about as much about her dress up as she cares about his cars. Yeah. Like we had to have that discussion. And she then the the best part about that is she was able to articulate to figure that out in her three year old fucking brain and go, oh. oh, I get it. He he's a boy, I'm a girl. He likes these things. I like these things. And she, and she's she's fucking girly girl. She really is. Although she tries to be more she tries to be tomboyish. No. No, she's a fashion maven, fucking golfer, girly girl. And 
and more power to her because she's not that person. She is. She knows exactly who she is, and that's that's so great. And I know who I am. But no, he I don't want to play Barbies. He's still trying to figure it out. No, I don't want to play Barbies. That makes me sad. Play Barbies. Missed opportunities with Barbies. Like looking back, like I wish I had you know played Barbies with them before it was too late. I didn't. Yeah, I I don't miss that. I'm I'm cool still. Yeah, I I don't. With that. I never did that. I mean, she would bring her Barbies out to me and stuff like that, and, and or whatever, and be like, I just mm, I'm not into it. But what are you it's trying to gig. do? It's not my gig. I've got other things I'm strong at. Right. Hit me up later. And that's I think why my teenager and I get along so well is because I'm I'm good at other pieces of things. Yeah, I'm still trying to get on board with him, and uh, not not yours, but the, the nephew. Yeah. The other nephew, my brother's son. And um, we have nothing in common. We have very little in common, I should say, other than a couple of video games and whatnot. So when he comes out to me and he's talking to me about the video games, like part of me reverts to being my father, which is... <laughs> you're doing it wrong. Why are you... Why, why do I even care about what you're talking What's about? What's the purpose of, of this conversation? Yeah, exactly. Those exact words. <laughs> so what, what I do, by the way, just so you know, in my house, I look at my kids and go, you know what? I'm so excited that you love that, but I do not care. I, I've, but, yep, I do it myself all the time. Here's the thing. To. I don't care. Even He's reaching out to me. I know. Which is, I, I and, and recognizing that he's doing that finally yeah. means that I'm going to care about what he says. Just so you know, though, my own children, just so you know, still get that. I don't care. I, I, I do the same thing with your kids that you. I, well. I don't. What are you don't doing? Care. I'm playing a video game. What video game? I don't even care. You know what? I'll, I'll say I'm, I'm glad that you like this. I'm really glad you enjoy it. I'm really pumped. But I, you know that I'm not into this shit, right? Like, I do not. Well, care. he's playing World of Warcraft, so I'm into it. Mm. But, like, he's doing the same thing that I was doing to my father when when I was when I get really excited about shit. Yeah. Well, and it's an individual experience. It's I know they want to talk about it and you get excited about it individually. But, but my, it's like the it's like the oh, I guess you had to be there thing. Yeah. But my, my father would shut me down. You yeah. know, like, I don't give a fuck. Why are you talking about it? why are you so obsessed with this? Because <laughs> I like this. This is what I want to do. Whatever. Whatever. But it, it, secretly, he was behind me. I didn't know about this for years until after he died, and my brother said, Dad wanted you to do whatever you wanted to do, and he was he was behind you 100%. He was severed. Did. He, just didn't, he just didn't want you to take up his time listening to it. Probably. You do you, homeboy. But, just don't make me listen to but it. it was the, but the dynamic relationship I had between my father... My, my father had with me and my father had with my brother was cars. I understood cars. So when he would work on cars, I would come and help him. Mark didn't give a shit. You know that. But Mark and dad had fishing. So when dad went fishing, Mark went with him. So he had, a, I'm talking about balance. He had that balance going on, which, you know, I just realized. How old were you when you realized that? 47. 47. I was today years old. I was today years old. He had that balance of being able to do stuff with me with stuff that he loved and doing stuff with Mark with stuff that he loved as well. And that right there tells me that his entire life wasn't... I mean, he worked and, you, you know, I mean, he worked, he had his own business and stuff like that. But that was, that was, the, uh, um, that was the benefit Mm-hmm. You know, the work was the benefit. You know, he, he hanging out with us and doing things with us—that was the real deal. And that was that's that's what people 
have always been trying to achieve, that, that type of balance. How do I do this? Well, you figure out what they like. Of the, you figure out what they like that you like to do, and then you do those things with those people. You figure it out. So if Goldilocks likes to, you know, travel or whatever, whatever, yeah. whatever thing. If Goldilocks likes to drink, you drink with her. Right? Oh God, I can't wait until she can drink. I'm so excited. <laughs> she's gonna be. A she's four. Hurricane. Oh my God, she's four. So I've got a lot of years, but. I mean, I know my oldest is excited to drink with me, too. Hopefully but we, there hasn't been an intervention by then. I mean, yeah, hopefully not. Probably is. But, probably might be. But that's that's what I mean by all with all the kids. You, you, you know, I mean, Ryan's going to have to figure out how to deal with his kids. You deal with your kids because Gus is going to be like his dad. Uh, and we're solid then. If he's like his dad, I'm solid. And mine is my clone. Yeah. And he is 100% on board. He wants to travel. He wants to see stuff. He wants to go with me places. As soon as I can afford to do that, we will do that. Yep. Like, he's yes. already telling me at almost 15 when you don't want to usually have anything to do with your parents that he's excited to go to Vegas with me when he turns 21. So he's, he's in the bag. Yeah. See, and that's the other thing I've never understood, which is why don't you want anything to do with your parents? I I don't, don't, I've I've never gotten, I I didn't want anything to do with my biological parents, but they're weird. Yeah. Well, they're so weird. Michael, they're weird. Our parents. I know, but our our shared parents, um, yeah, no, I don't know. I don't know why why you wouldn't want to have anything to do with no, those parents. We did everything together. I know. You know, I mean family dinners, holidays, yeah, vacations, everything. I don't understand how we didn't end up killing each other. I mean Mark and I fought, but not that bad. Yeah, but the rest of you no. We'd argue mm, mostly. No. Nope. And then I puked on him a couple times. Uh, hey, that's you okay. Know. He puked on he puked on himself a lot too. That's okay. Yeah. Just but, not on you. Thankfully no. not on me. No, well I warned him. <laughs> you tried. Hey, You're not going to listen. I'm, this is going to happen, and a, it's going there. I'm not moving. <laughs> you should have fucking moved. Well, and you know, and there were times, too, I mean, even in that, I mean, families do, they do want to kill each other. I mean, that's that's part and parcel with it. I mean, my two middle fight like shit, but um, that's what it is. I yeah. mean, it's just they still want to do stuff as a family. Like, we still want to do stuff as a family. I don't... I don't know why somebody wouldn't want to spend time with me as a parent, but I'm not my children. Right. So my my almost 15-year-old enjoys spending time with me a lot. So great. Awesome. I don't know how the net other ones are going to be. It's well, a crapshoot. Yeah, but you grow up with interesting people, and you want to hang out with them. I mean, Mark and I, like, we went to New Mexico for a family trip. And when Mark and I would get bored, since I could drive, I'd just take the car. And we go into town. Mm-hmm. You know, let's let's just get away. You come on, let's go. Where are we going? This way? Out that way. We're going to town. I want to go under. I want to go to a comic store. Okay, let's go. So we we would do that, or we would need tool around and go check things out and whatever else. And we could be at complete odds with each other, just fucking verbally abusing each other. And be like, let's go do something. Like, okay, let's get out of here. That's a sibling thing. Yeah. So, and that's but. There was only the four of us. Did you know that there was some sort of study, and I don't, I don't know where I saw this or something, but probably with monkeys, probably with monkeys, aliens, and it was that you know even though they had this idea that there was like the tighter household in like the fifties or the sixties or whatever, that parents nowadays, even though they spend more time at work or whatever, they actually spend more quality time with their kids than they used to back then, right. and I think it's just that that guilt or investment or whatever. So, I mean, even though, 
you know, I say, you know, hey, it would have been better doing it this way and they could be home with your kids. I mean, there's a lot of advantages to that, but I think there's a different type of quality time that happens with the kids nowadays than what used to be uh, when the things were different. Yeah, and I think a lot of that has to do with you don't have as much time to spend with the kids. I'm like, you know, like the nine to fivers of, you know, 40s, 50s, and 60s, and 70s, where you'd have the weekends off. And then you could just hang out and do whatever, or go vacation. So you would have those extra days or, you know, whatever it was, um, if it was a long weekend, mm-hmm. s- to barbecue and hang out with the kids and let them play around and shit like that. So you got used to that. You, that, that type of situation is something that nowadays is almost non-existent. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I was a kid, uh, it was pretty much... My grandma was at work. My mom was either at work or asleep. And my uncle would say, get the fuck out and stay out all day. Yeah. Only, only knock on the door if you have to take a shit. Right. Otherwise, piss outside, drink out of the water hose, have a good time. Yeah. And that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. My mom said, my mother, who was born in, ah, when was I born? 76. So she was born in like 47. Um, and she was the youngest of four girls. And she said that my grandmother used to lock them outside in the orchard because their house was surrounded by orchard. Lock them outside to clean the house. Right. Bye. Hand up. Yeah. Exit out. Yeah. I would never be at home. Didn't matter. Out. I was always outside. She has scars on her knees from being drugged through the orchard and getting glass in her knees and stuff, oh. you know, <laughs> just from older siblings. But, I mean, it was just go outside and play in the orchard. Yeah. Like, get the fuck out and lock the door. And yeah. that was done until dinner time. Bye. Yeah, when the light comes on, come home. Yep. Yeah. Maybe. Go get dirty. <laughs> for, yeah, for and us, I don't even, I don't almost like, and you know, you think about it now, and I'm like, what did they eat? Like for <laughs> lunch or snacks or caterpillars they, and gasoline. Yeah, how did they? <laughs> well, the mom, mom like, would just basically yeah. come out and say, yeah, yeah. come get lunch. Yeah, here's yeah. your sandwich. Get, yeah, get have, have, have something to eat. Why are you screaming? Get are you dying? Out. Can no. you walk? Okay, locking the what door. What happened to your pants? Yeah. Locking the door again. Do you need some? Bass of tracing. Yeah. Okay. I just fucking bought those. How's their hole in it already? Yeah. yeah. That's that's pretty much that was her childhood. So, I mean, I guess it is quite different from that. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. I mean, these two knuckleheads. I don't. They don't ever go outside. No, they have no. a vitamin D deficiency, probably. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> probably. Yeah. She's got a sunburn that she's still healing from, and then in a week she'll be pale as yeah. a fucking ghost. Well, that's ghost. inherited and skin issue. This one, same thing. He's. That one will tan. Yeah, but... The boy child will tan. When? When he goes out in the sun. <laughs> when? He has the other skin tone. He'll be fine when, when he gets out in the sun. When? when? MC Pasty. Yeah. MC... <laughs> MC... MC Elmers. MC Pillsbury. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. They, uh, yeah, it's bad. My kids don't go out unless... And, and we're, I'm to. fine. Look, you know what? I, I can't complain. Um... Like I said in a previous show, we... I mean, you stay indoors quite a bit, too, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hoo! Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, we should get, uh, like, a, a purple uh, violin um, put onto your uh, chest, tattooed on your chest. For what? I think it means he's a recluse. No. Oh. Shut up. Oh, that's sweet. I oh. get it now. Yeah, that's awesome. He's I'd spend a, a lot more time indoors if I could. He's red, though. He's a red recluse. He's not brown. Pinkish. It's the pink in us. We're multicolored. I just... You can tell how often I'm outside by the freckles. Right. One for every soul I have stolen. <laughs> I, I, Absolutely. In the last five years, I mean, this is probably the most I've been inside in the last five years. And even then, it's just Well, that's because you were days. selling cars. Well, yeah. <laughs> My neck is still... I mean, this... Well, Permanent sunburn. Yeah, see? 
Mm-hmm. Permanent sunburn. <laughs> Won't ever go away. That's the redneck. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, I just, uh, um, I'm actually, I'm really glad um, that they are doing well. Like I said, the, the story is, is he, fuck, my mind just went blank on that stupid story. Was it about balancing Walmart and family? <sighs> no, it's about uh, him uh, opening up and, uh, you know, getting more comfortable to, you know. Talk about his games. But yeah. Be himself. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just. Um, I'm, Is this about your love of Asians? My love of Asians, yes. All right. No, but it was it was about it was about William and and I just can't fucking remember the story. Just it it's Asians. a story that I know Asians backwards and forwards. Asians. Yeah, and I maybe you'll remember it for the next podcast. I completely fucking went blank on it. it was, I can't believe that. Shit. So my synopsis is <laughs> work work and life balance is overrated. <laughs> And it's never going to fucking happen the way you want it to. And you could never be perfect. Yeah, keep your expectations low. Low expectations. I see. Very low. Low. Never you, expect- you and I need to have a discussion after this. Never expect. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, another thing I've, I've come to the realization is I don't want to regret not having spent enough time with my kids before they're gone. So I'm glad I am able to spend as much time with them as possible. Before I carve a slash into the wall behind my closet door for every day that I've survived with my children, <laughs> counting down to when they leave. And the second piece of that puzzle is date nights. That's super awesome. If you get to do those, more power to you. The rest of us regular folk don't she, get them the way that we should. She's summarizing. <laughs> go, go, yeah. Um, so honey, stay away from the closet for a few minutes. Me and Daddy have something to talk about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Lowered expectations. Yeah, well, Lowered leave us alone while we're, while we're boning. Yep. <laughs> I know somebody who met their current husband they've been married to for years and years and years on whatever this was that they were mocking. The VHS dating sites? Yes, yes. What was it called, though? It wasn't Lowered Expectations. It was something else. Right. The actual name of the dating site. Oh, he's looking it up. They they met their husband on this. And when she first told me about that, I laughed so hard because all I could say was Lowered Expectations. And she had not seen the SNL. Sorry, Joyce, that uh, that, that is coming up. But you know what? God, God love them. They've been married for I don't even know how many years, but they've been together for a really long ass time. 80s dating video montage. And you did. You had to say like a little piece about yourself. Happy Families Planning Services was mm, no. started in 1959. No, no. Going down. And then in the 80s, uh, there was... Uh, and no. Yeah, there was Matchmaker, oh. Electronic, Pen Pal Network, no. Telepersonals, Scanna International, Launches Mail Order Bride. Madison, no, go up, go up. So it's got to be 80s. Great Expectations. Great Expectations. That's the one right there. 1976. Boom. You had to watch videotapes of, of, of dating interviewees. Yeah, they would talk about themselves or something, from what I gather, and then he would choose them, and then they would set you up on a date. <laughs> chat rooms in the 80s. You had chat rooms for dating? In the 80s? Uh-huh. Really? Fuck yeah. BBC, I know, you could BBS's. do like the group talking on the phone. The party The party, party line. line? Yeah. And someone always fucking came Hot in Hot ladies are waiting to talk to you on the party someone line. Someone always came in on there and started talking shit, and it would piss everybody off and, and just, yeah. Mike would have been that guy. That's me. Yes. You guys are all a bunch of pussies. Hey, what are you guys doing? Fuck you. You sound like a fucking fag. <laughs> <laughs> you bring that up and fucking the the South Park 
the the South Park episode where all the guys in Harleys are driving around. Yeah. And they started oh, yeah. calling all the guys on Harleys fags. Yeah. Yeah. And they had to change the definition of fag to fit the Harley guy so that it wouldn't be offensive. used against yeah, offensive yeah. for gays and stuff like that. Super lame. So that's my synopsis Best of the situation. Episode so far I've seen for South Park. Because they had the Harley guys making that stupid sound. And they would be in the library and the library and be like, shh. What about the one where um, all the black celebrities started moving into town and it was all about racism, but they made it suddenly like it wasn't? And then the episode ended with Mr. Garrison saying, oh, I'm just glad we got rid of all the knit. And then it cut to the the end credits. I like the one where they tried to send the the homeless to other places. This this one is, this was the best of that. That season episode. Can we get rid of all the Mexicans? They have a lowercase T burning in their yard for time to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, Mr. Garrison, we cannot get rid of all the Mexican. Yeah. So what about you guys? Anything else to add on that? No. um, I, uh, I, I honestly think that if you're going to try for a healthy work balance thing, it's just not, I mean... It's not a realistic expectation yeah. as of this moment. You can do it, but look, I mean, you have to have a job that pays a million dollars a year. Yeah. It feels it feels like it may be it may be less, but I mean, you've got to be you got to have a job that pays a hundred hundred fifty grand a year. You know, but at least the two of you together. Yeah, and you both have to work nine to five and have weekends off. Yeah, in yep. order for that to actually be a realistic expectation. A lowered, a great expectation. Or a lowered expectation. (laughs) Lowered expectation is what we have now. Lowered expectations. Yes, manageable. Manageable. Manageable is the key. Yeah. Not great expectations, manageable expectations. You know, where the the law isn't beating your door down. So basically, don't feel bad that you think that you're failing at this. You're not failing at this. Everybody's fucking failing at this. Yeah, and that's the problem right now is that how do you do it? Absolutely. So I just, I honestly believe that if you want to have that life balance, you have to have your own job. You, I mean, you have to be doing your own thing. You can't be working for anybody. Or a maiden and nanny. Or you have to make enough money for a maiden and nanny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and have them, have them, you know, put their values and, and a everything pool in your children and, and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. I guess that's it. All right. <laughs> so uh, are we good? I think we're good. I got to take a piss. Well, then I guess these cocktails are out. Fuck you. Ah.